boy, Sam. Hey, Natural. Hey, I'm not, get over here. Get I'm, I'm the, behind you. Get into the podcast ring. Fine, fine. It's like a hot tub. It stings. <laughs> also, I, also, my my example of a thing that stings is a hot tub because I'm a huge pussy. <laughs> yeah, why does the hot tub sting you? Is it all those open sores? Oh no, too hot. <laughs> Anything more emasculating than that? You know what a hot tub is pointy? I think you're thinking (laughs) hot. Uh, Anyway, uh, hey, what up, uh, listeners? Welcome to Fight Island, the podcast about fictional fights and the very real island where 300 of them have taken place. Actually, 297 of them have taken place, give or take. My name is Jordan Dahl. I'm Sam Wiles. And uh, today we've got a bit of a treat for you. This is our uh, our centennial episode, a hundred a hundred years of podcasting. Who knew, huh? Um, mm-hmm. It feels one podcast shorter. a year, and we finally did. We got to our goal. <laughs> exactly, we did smart. It. Uh, and we're both so old now we can die. No, uh, we can't. We must keep. We must keep toiling. Uh, this is but the beginning. But we did cook up something special for you. We have three fights. Three guests. Our topic is kings, and we are going to be doing a lightweight fight with David Bory, none other than from. Jeez, uh, where where do you know him from, Sam? You know him from the internet. From, is the G is silent from uh, from his his podcast, All Fancy Everything. He's All the voice of Comedy Central. Comedy uh, he's Central. our he's our friend. You know him from that. I know him from hanging out. <laughs> we have a middleweight fight with Nicole Conlon. Uh, Wonderful comedian, writer for the Colbert Show, uh, my roommate, uh, my wonderful girlfriend, and friend of the pod. Uh, and then we have a heavyweight fight with total stranger James total Austin stranger. Johnson. Complete, <laughs> complete boy! What a character, though. Yeah, you you know him from uh, other people. You know him from Trump. You know him from uh, Michael Rappaport. You know him from. Jeffrey Tambor. You know Absolutely. him from, from doing people. Totally. Shrimp Jadge on the internet. Check it out. But right yeah, now... We, um, we, we sort of had we sort of had an episode of our, our Mount Rushmore of Fight Island guests. Totally. Uh, absolutely. Had, had a bunch of our faves back. We had three incredible fights. And uh, here they are. Let's go. David Bory, Lightweight Kings. I would pay $1,000 to see Terry Crews and Mike Tyson's adaptation of Red. To see, I want to oh, see. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> I want to see the fucking. Now I want to see the fight, the full contact Fight Island version of Rent, where it's just like weirdly combative the whole time. <laughs> it's the it's the AIDS battling their immune system. They're so weird. There's Terry, a weird. Terry Crews is the immune system. Mike Tyson's the AIDS. I. <laughs> Well, now we're now we're getting into fucking uh, what was the one where they went inside of uh, um, Bill Murray? Magic School Bus. Pluto Nash. No, no shit. Both, both, wrong, both hilarious answers. Dave. Wasn't it called Dave? Yeah, I think Dave. We're getting into Dave territory. No, here. Osmosis Jones was also there inside is. a man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would watch. I would watch Terry Crews go into somebody's body and fight all the diseases in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And then blow it somehow because he's a pud. It feels like some kind of, 
That feels like some kind of like some kind of weird fucking crest commercial that hasn't happened. Oh, like he goes it, in to fight the gingivitis. Yeah, Terry yeah. gets shrunk down to fight the cavity creeps. Yeah, and he's like, I can't <laughs> fight. I'm addicted to porn. <laughs> it feels like mouth, they tried to mac and me. They tried to mac and me a crest commercial. They're like, we made a movie. <laughs> That's a video game, at least, though, right? At the very least, yeah. I could do that. I could. Whatever. I could Blast some cavity creeps. <laughs> as, as no, creeps. that's what Terry Q's is addicted to watching. Blasted cavity creeps. <laughs> um, he's got a okay. he's got an adult tracker. Uh, despite what we've been talking about, we're not fighting cavities. We're not fighting creeps. We're not fighting cavity creeps. Uh, we're not fighting creeps group. cavities. We're not fighting creeps cavities. That's up to them every day. All right, who are some heavy? Who are some heavyweight creeps cavities? <laughs> Ooh man. I mean um, Epstein's cavities. Yeah. Dahmer's cookie cutter's gotta be up there. Yeah. Did you see the guy who is it? They they just uh cast somebody to play Jeffrey Dahmer and it's like spot on. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, is it Benedict Cumberbatch? <laughs> no, but that's a good Adam one. Driver? That motherfucker. Benedict Cumberbatch looks like he has swallowed some hands whole, you know? What? no. He I don't looks know. like a weird snake man like he swallowed a ham hole no said? hand like like he cut someone's hand oh off, like he swallows, swallows hands whole yeah yeah i could see that i could see that thank I you mean, he looks like a dude named benedict cumberbatch yeah he really he looks does. like yeah. he looks like somebody over sharpened a pencil with a steak knife he's know? from an old time where magic still existed <laughs> that's what he looks like he looks like somebody's <laughs> wicked reflection that came to life from a yeah he, he did, like yeah he looks he like he grew seeking. up in a mirror and now is out walking around he looks like he knows witches personally <laughs> um all right not fighting witches we're not fighting cavity creeps we're fighting kings yeah. it's the hundredth episode kings. of fight island we're doing lightweight kings which is kind of you know kind of uh, a a misnomer, but we're gonna find. We're gonna figure out who who are some lightweight. When you think of a king, who's like Bleh. me? Uh... <laughs> look, look, you go. You're going to the king open mics. You're doing yeah. doing some little decrees. Does Micronesia Does Micronesia have a royal family? I don't know. I would in my in my in my uneducated mind. I imagine they have several small. Uh, people are all running it together, you know. Well, that's not actual small. I'm talking people. about. <laughs> I'm talking about the small one. <laughs> Macronesia sounds like it's run by a gentle giant. <laughs> when I was Brothers a kid, like I had to play that. with macro machines. They're not as good. <laughs> yeah. No, that was car. just a car. You just your dad let you drive his car. Yeah, he had a drinking problem. I'm sorry, it was not well, cool. Yeah, hey, when micro machines go out and sit in the Subaru for a while, I got, you, I got your micro machines in the garage. <laughs> uh, biggest micro machines in the biggest micro machines in the neighborhood. I'm not gonna pay for another car, ding dong. Um, <laughs> we're getting GoBots. They have lower gas mileage. Yeah. These wheels are plenty hot. Okay, um, Sam, you uh, you teased. You were like, "I've got a perfect lightweight king." Before this, oh, uh, the recently deceased Larry. Oh, <gasps> oh, that's a good light. Is that arguably though maybe a heavyweight? He's big. See, that's this is the problem because he's physically very light. Yes, just to look <laughs> at him is like is like, oh, you're you're like a wasp's nest. <laughs> um, yeah, you just blow away. 
and you're probably filled with wasps at this point. But like, like <laughs> he was culturally speaking, huge. What about Mike Bibby yeah. of the Sacramento Kings? I also like that. I thought about that, and I was like, we can't make Jordan talk about Mike Bibby. That's no, the- hey, listen, I'll go, listen. I think Jordan as as- has. I think Jordan just has to see a picture of Mike Bibby, and he's gonna have a bunch of shit to say about that. Well, that that whole uh, we could do the whole like 2001 Sacramento Kings. It's a very funny group. As long as two people know about it, that's enough for me. I can I can go with it. Quick review of the Sacramento Kings, Jordan. Uh, There was this team uh, that had Vladi Divac who smoked cigarettes at halftime. It had Pages Stoyakovich who was the yeah he's from Yugoslavia. Wait, like, it had Chris uh, Weber, who only wore uh, he his signature shoe had wood grain on it, like it was the interior of a sedan. Also, a spinning <laughs> rim in it. Yeah, yes. He, Doug Christie, whose wife yelled at him the entire game, like she was his coach. <laughs> he certainly. Wait, I mean, we got to talk about the cigarettes thing. He would like go out a fire exit and be like, "I have to smoke." Yeah, Vladi Divac would smoke at halftime. Yeah. It's true. He likes yeah. smoking. He's from Serbia. He does like smoking. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> My name is Will. I make it to the league. I'm athlete. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, it like, does not affect my Marble. play. <laughs> yeah, I imagine that they don't have the types of cigarettes he needs here. No, he had to negotiate his contract. He got played in cools and blue jeans, actually. <laughs> yeah. They're Jordash. I get paid in Jordash. <laughs> um, I, I like anyway. it. Do you, I mean, do you guys want to do all? <laughs> I, I was going to say, I'll throw this out there right now. Yes. Yeah, uh, we've mentioned before uh, King Tut, and I think King Tut fits into let's do a lightweight King. He is because a you know how I feel. I, I like Tut. I like Tut versus Larry because it's a kind of weird old young inversion. I like that, but both their bones are hollow. Yeah, yeah. And they're both they, does... and they're both like famously sarcophaguses. Yeah, like, it does... pretty well. Sarcophagi. I'm so dumb. Seem like sarcophagi. Yeah. It does seem like a, just a, a couple weird, of sarcophagus. It does seem like a weird <laughs> fight between two very different kinds of wizards. Sarcophagus yeah. like us. <laughs> that's the name. That's the name of the fucking uh, the buddy cop film that these guys are. In. I would love it. Can <laughs> where, Larry where King what? just run around interviewing people and then dying early? Okay, listen. They got shut down, and they go inside Terry Crews. <laughs> Uh, to, to battle his porn addiction reverse osmosis jones <laughs> they have to travel oh, to his fuck. balls to yell at them <laughs> yeah. quit doing it now that's where it starts they got to get in through the dick they started out in the dick they got yeah escape escape from ball mountain like which <laughs> except it's oh like which mountain <laughs> yeah like they're, but they're escaping they start out in Terry fucking Cruz hell. Fight. And okay. then the two kings. <laughs> and then the two kings fight. <laughs> go right, off king. Uh, anyway. They got to make him go off king. And then they That's the sequel. <laughs> it's called go so, off so king. So off guys like us go off kings. <laughs> um, okay. I love it. So the question before us uh, is who's going to win in a fight between Larry King and King Tutankhamen? aka king tut the boy king come in the boy king himself he was all right we're gonna go we're gonna check out uh tut facts for kids yeah while jordan's doing tut facts let's here's here's some strengths see what happens then tut facts after dark yeah tut facts confessions 
uh, King Tut facts. Some, um, some strengths, some strengths for Tut, I think, is he's he can command masses of people. Sure, right. but so can Larry King. I feel like and that fits for both sides. It's really good yeah, they point. both have a wide reach, like wider I than they like should, or you would think. King True. Tut is a newer ghost, so he has more control over, or he's been a ghost longer, so maybe yeah, he has okay. better control yeah. over his ghostly powers than Larry King. Larry and King I, just he's Larry King probably still thinks he's alive, kind of. Truly, yeah. he's in oh, the, yeah, totally. he's in that that fresh uh, phase of ghostdom where he's like, where did I I put my keys? You know, I he's can't still looking. It. He's still still trying to check out of the hospital. Yeah, it's just like oh, um, now I get in all the good interviews. I <laughs> Napoleon. <laughs> what in the world? I like being dead. I think <laughs> this is Larry King. I like being dead. <laughs> I I think you're right. I think King Tut is is bringing a lot of kind of like heavy uh like mummy energy what was that yeah. video game Dar- uh dark siders or shack uh... fu <laughs> there was a mummy in shack fu huh? i know i know that's what i'm saying the Dude. 90s had a there was a lot of mummies in Dude, arcade games we were in the big 90s. on mummies before this, <laughs> before this zombie bullshit took over remember when we used to love mummies you're right there was, like a... <laughs> there was like careful there was like <laughs> a, um there's like a '90s cartoon that was like like sweet mummies that like rode skateboards and shit. Yeah, dude, we loved mummies. They were in. There was a cartoon of everything that rode were. skateboards. That's true. That's true. Everything, everything, troll dolls, uh, the ninja, everything got Ninja Turtle, yeah. including Notice mummies. How they never had cartoons of skateboards riding men, though. True. <laughs> the world's world wasn't ready. Quite simply. <laughs> That's my pitch. Don't take it. So <laughs> I'm going to comedy bang bang next week. I'm a talking skateboard that rides a man. It's an <laughs> audio sketch. <laughs> a cishet white man. Are you thinking now? Are you thinking like animation for this or no, 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 this is real. This is live action. Yeah. yeah. No, that skateboard's going to kick flip a dude. <laughs> Um, gonna kick flip a white dude. I <laughs> the skateboard is black. It's a black skateboard. It's a black skateboard. Gonna kick flip a white dude, like over a shopping cart or something. Over two other white dudes. Over two other white dudes. Um, can, can you jump your white dude over two other white dudes? That's I, I, that's a TV I, show. I, Time to I get think, extreme. I think King Tut is gonna bring that that '90s mummy energy. That's like Dark Stalkers was the video game you could fight as a mummy. You could drop a sarcophagus on. Yeah. Somebody's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Uh, but I also think that he is, in the end, the only one of these two guys that is an actual, like, emperor, like, royalty. Barely. And I, I think, yeah, but I think how old was he? How old was he? 16. 16 when he 16. died. And how old and, was he uh, when he took over the kingdom? Like, 15. <laughs> okay, so for a year. A high school Larry freshman. King was, yeah, Larry King was on top for 30. Don't play my man out like that. Yeah, hey, listen. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying that I think you I think Larry would be able to play into the insecurities of this boy king. Oh, because he's never like kissed feel, a girl. Exactly. Maybe he doesn't feel like he's <laughs> living up to being a pharaoh. The other pharaohs yeah. all pick on him, you know. He is so uh remarkably uh in, uh inbred. It looks like uh, yeah, didn't his body not work? Yeah, he had he had like s- some stuff going on, and they did like I heard his they did bones a, used to flute. 
They did. <laughs> he had Lizzo when, bones. Yeah, when he would walk, the, <laughs> he could play his bones. He could play his bones. <laughs> when, he, when he would walk, there was an audible whistle. Um, <laughs> and uh, Jesus, <laughs> and hundred apps. <laughs> We, it's good that we're getting canceled right at 100. This isn't canceling. It's not, it's nice not canceling to play your own bones like a flute. That's not. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not powering, frankly. Who's that offending? Yeah. <laughs> the flute bones. <laughs> the flute bones are going to come uh, after you. Very I slowly. I, I'll hear it a mile away. Sorry. P- pointing that out that I think Larry could make him feel a little shame. Larry King did just, he just bowled into the question. Like he would. He had no. He didn't have a lot of tact, which would made him a cool interviewer. But he'd be like, <laughs> right. he'd be like, "So your parents are siblings?" <laughs> like, oh, yeah. he'd be like, oh, so he had flute bones. What's that like? <laughs> so you're not a real king, huh? I think, <laughs> you I are think a boy. <laughs> <laughs> you seem to be a boy. <laughs> What's that about? What's oh, that I must about? say, I was told a king was coming here today, and you appear to be a boy. They talk, um, CNN called me. <laughs> Is that a king? You're a little boy. You're a little flute bone boy. It right. says here you're never graduated high school. And I think this now, can you read? Gonna, I think this is going to drive him into a, a frenzy, you know. And he's going to, you know, stop making fun of me. But then he's got that ting angst. He does. You got to watch out for. And he's got mummies, angst. you know. Sees him, my jackal-headed warrior. Does he have other mummies? He's got to have other mummies. This king taught. So is King it King Tut and all the servants he was buried with? Yeah, so, I assume he's got he's got people like that he crossed over with. I mean, I get, but that's still this is Fight Island. The Fight Island's not going to let that happen. They can be in the crowd. Like the crowd is sure. full of like, you know, his Yeah, you favorites. can have an entourage of the Kumite, right? His favorite servants <laughs> and cats and shit. Yeah, exactly. That dude from Bloodsport with the headband is there. Yeah, yeah, the white guy. <laughs> yeah, who who uh my favorite part of Bloodsport is when fucking uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme comes over and beats that dude at that karate arcade game, and he's like, you have actual martial skill. <laughs> like, you're you're actually, you must be a good Kumite guy. You've proven Cause, yourself. Because every nerd watching it wants that to be the case. <laughs> totally. <laughs> well, and uh, King Tut has his entourage he was buried with. Larry King's got those two big sons. You know Larry <laughs> King has two big sons? How big? <laughs> Yeah, they're like big. They're like big dudes. They're like, like big they're like guys? nineteen. They're strapping. No, big they're they're like muscly. Like the Winklevoss twins. Yeah, he has like two little Winklevosses. Their names are like a hammer and like rainbow or something. They're like, two little Winklevosses. They're like they're like L A. Uh, yeah, they're like L A. Like blonde studs. What they I look like the Logan. They look like uh, Logan Pauls. Hold on, I'm looking yeah. it up. Is that going to be am I googling the king twins right now? <laughs> Something way different. Don't do well, don't yeah, put that's, nope, Make sure that you wrong. use an S and not a Z. Something. <laughs> Larry, Qu- Larry King sons. Oh jeez, wait a minute. I don't know. I'm seeing a guy who has a lazy eye. Oh no, there they are. Larry oh, his King youngest Jr.? sons. Whoa, his yeah, he had them when he was like shit. 70. His kids named Canon Edward King. Canon. He's got That's so what many it is. kids. Okay, let's go into. Okay, so I think that if King Tut is bringing all of his attache of afterlife attendants, I think Larry King is bringing his copious family, Whoa. just all of his hot sons. He was breeding forever. <laughs> God. Dude. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think he shot. Uh, he didn't shoot a blank till the day he died. Damn, that guy's. That Larry King's been son- bringing it the whole time. His kid's smile is like a sunrise. 
Truly, this is uh, I'm taken aback at how hot his kids are. I'm taken aback how hot his wife is. Listen to this. In uh, here in 1958, when uh, Larry King was still fairly new to Miami, he got in a little fender bender. While that fact is unremarkable, the other motorist in the accident was Senator John F. Kennedy. Oh, they went oh, pounding no. together in Miami. <laughs> Summertime? <laughs> well, what do you say? JFK and King on the scene? Oh my god. Oh my god. JFK and I were once in an Eiffel Tower. <laughs> it was He's... 11 a.m. I hit his car, so we drank four rum and cokes and made it happen. He probably sniffed up all of South Beach. Um, you go there for King. the white and the sand beaches. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> At the same time. Larry King prides himself on not preparing for shows. He makes minimal preparations for each show. Oh, absolutely. Wing yeah, he yeah, he used to be he used to be like, so you're in a movie. What is it? Like that was one of his questions. <laughs> it rules. I asked a cat here, look at this. In nineteen ninety five, King told Entertainment Weekly when I was just starting, I swear to God, I asked a Catholic priest if he had any children and how old they were. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, in 2007, Jerry Seinfeld became a bit peeved when King asked if Seinfeld had been canceled. That's hilarious. So funny. He didn't care so much. It's awesome. Because he was too busy making these beautiful, beautiful babies. He locked lips with Marlon Brando. I think that's a tales. That's like who didn't though? If you were, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, Richie, Richard Pryor and and Brando were yeah. an item. They locked hips. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, if you, yeah, uh, yeah. You, they locked more than lips. Were they an just, item or did they bang once? No, I think yeah, I think they banged once in the some. Yeah, sort I think of I think Marlon seventies drug dream. Yeah, was was just kind of making the drug uh, the drug rounds at that point. A yeah. sweet car named Desire. <laughs> Uh, a year later, King told Entertainment Weekly, he's the only man who's ever kissed me on the lips, including family members. I'm a confirmed heterosexual. <laughs> and I wouldn't <laughs> say that I've been thinking about him ever since. That, oh, wait. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, Are you saying Brando turned out King? Uh, no. <laughs> I think it sounds like Brando turned out everybody. Where did he kiss? <laughs> he was like, no, nah, it's not going to happen, Larry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You got You have a stiff cadence to your tongue rhythm. <laughs> yeah, I want it to be Apocalypse it, Now, Brando, who kissed Larry King. This, oh, <laughs> that's how it feels to me. Is that it was? Is that it was like Dab. wheezing weirdo Brando? Three quarters of like, his body in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> he was. Where is your body? Whatever it happened, he was living. You're too fat for this movie, correct? <laughs> Um, King had a long. They could only shoot you from the neck up. King had long, almost surreal interview with Marlon Brando in 1994 that included, among other distractions, distractions Brando forcing King to shake the the hand of the actor's mastiff. The interview, which was conducted at Brando's Beverly Hills home, is bizarre on a number of levels, but the most notable part was an agitated Brando kissing King on the mouth. Fast forward to 8:30 for their smooch you can see this all over youtube so yeah i'm, uh, I'm typing it in right now Sorry, that was Carlos. strange as i'm a confirmed heterosexual yeah, yeah. okay he, so he says it into the camera just straight down the pipe we can have sex right now if you want to Ugh, so how does king tut stand a chance i mean honestly i, I gotta say i gotta say 
I think King, I think King Tut is bringing that nervous uh, teen energy. He's a loose cannon. He doesn't know how to govern very well. He's got too I much mean, how, power. How dangerous is a teenager that thinks they're God? That's probably bad. The most, I mean, as we've been proven tragically time and time again, uh, I, they, very I, dangerous. I just don't, I don't think that, I don't think Tut has the anger. I don't think he has the, like, Larry King survived. 50 years in show business. He's tough. Yeah. yeah. King Tut couldn't be a king for, what, one year? And he wimped out? Here's the thing. <laughs> his, bones cr- his bones crumbled <laughs> under the pressure. The ultimate uh, wimp out, death. It's true. Uh, how did he die? This is a fact. This is from King Tut Facts. Uh, <laughs> org. <laughs> king Tut, Tut died of COVID also. How did he die? Since the discovery of the king's tomb, theories have abounded about the circumstances of Tutankhamun's death after reigning for only 10 years. So 10-year king. Okay, that's, uh, not bad. that's not bad. The Which means he was killed. Jeez. How? Wait, so he was he was a king at five? Because that changes everything. Yeah, like super that's pretty young. Well, then now I feel like that I'm Tutside. He was a boy king. <laughs> a boy yeah. king. Like, a, a, like king a baby boy, boy king. Like a yeah. Tyrese and, li- and like and like the empire functioned. Like they they were building pyramids yeah. and stuff. And King Tut at five years old is just like, yes, I am overseeing this. I'm fine. Yeah, it says that he ascended the throne at around the age of eight. Mm. But that's like all advisors. And, and then shit. and then promptly married his sister. <laughs> he was okay. So we know he's a risk taker. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what you want in a fight, right? Fortune favors the bold. Yeah, I guess so. Exactly. He like he sees what he wants and he takes it regardless of propriety. Yeah, he might uh he might see Larry's uh hot sister and make an inappropriate comment and Larry's like, "What?" And then he's and now all of a sudden he's the loose cannon ready to make mistakes. This is difficult. It is difficult. I'm going to go ahead and say I also don't know if I've ever seen Larry King stand up. That is true. And that ke- true. when I imagine him in my mind, he I saw is, him in the, I saw him in the airport Modoc style by, in like kind of a tech throne for this fight. I saw Larry Port in the air- Larry King in the airport once, and I forgot that I watched uh, a weirdo try to go get an autograph from him, and then get mobbed by uh, security and be like, "Oh, it was like it was like TSA was like you can't talk to Larry King," like, and <laughs> it seemed right because the guy was too touchy. Yeah, listen to this: the hypothesis of how uh, King Tut died, hypothesis of murder, has been eliminated. Recent scans of the king's mummy have revealed no trace of a fatal blow, as suggested, given his young age, around eight. 18 to 19 years old his death may have resulted from an accident and or an illness a study of the mummy carried out in 2010 by a team of researchers directed by zahi hawass you guys know that guy yeah yeah Yeah. revealed in particular an open fracture of the femur as well as the fact that he undoubtedly had malaria and a mild club foot although it is difficult and he was still able to lock his sister down (laughs) yeah Smooth dude. Uh, it's difficult to establish the exact causes. Up of in the club, but that's what he called it. <laughs> it must be assumed that there was a combination of factors: a fragile constitution, a serious fracture, and malaria. So he's not. Again, he's not a well person. But I think that after this many years, Tut's coming with that mummy energy. I think. I, I think he's bringing down curses. I'm locking in a vote. One vote at least for King Tut. I think King Tut takes the lightweight round. Okay, I'm going to go I'm going to go in opposition. I'm going to go in opposition because 
Okay. Who handle who handles giant god sized egos better than Larry King? Yeah. He turned Marlon Brando's into a kiss. That's true. <laughs> Larry King knows how to get get to his soul because he deals with megalomaniacs all the time. That's kind of what and I, th- I and I think he just gets him, him in a in a Larry King's one of those guys that's from like stickball New York, right? Yeah. <laughs> like he's yeah. like he's from like an right. old kind of New York that doesn't exist. Yeah, and I think right. yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I think yeah, I think he I think he wallops him with a frying pan or something. Yeah, type of guy who eats a lot of chip witches. Yeah. A, lot of, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of stuff out of a cart. Um Yeah, shit. And David, go ahead, lock your vote in. You, you know, already said LK. LK all day. LK Just, Larry King. He's a he's a bull. The man was around forever. He's virile. You know what I mean? King Tuck. Man, hard to fight that virility. If he wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> Larry King's dating I, King Tut's sister. Yeah. I think uh, Leanne, Leanne Tut. Leanne Tut. <laughs> this is my newest wife, Leanne Tut. She's twenty-four somehow. Tanya um, Tut. I, th- I suppose now. I suppose now is a good time to tell you, uh, to to that I'm dating your sister, and maybe that's what throws him off. Yeah. And then as soon as he's off, he hits him with the stick ball. Hits him with the stick ball, <laughs> like we used to do it. This is how we did it in the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. Gives him one in the temple and his fragile constitution. You know, this guy is, this guy's already a bag of jelly. He's yeah. full of malaria. Mm-hmm. Um, Can't move. Okay, ding, 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 ding. Larry King takes it. David Borey, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having uh, me. To, to stick the landing on bald, you have to stick the landing on being like shredded. You can't stick the landing on bald and be uh, <laughs> like a... A portly fella, you look like one of the Stooges. You know yeah, which one. You have to be like, uh, <laughs> yeah, the hot bald one. <laughs> remember, <laughs> the, the how the, guy. remember how there's two goofy Stooges and then there was one like super hot British one who was always <laughs> like, <laughs> kicking people's fucking heads off and shit. Uh, um, oh, I'm curly in it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, did you know there were ultimately six Stooges? Who were the other uh, three? I'm only aware of four. There was Shemp. Shemp, I know Shemp. Shemp, who's who's great. There was a guy named Curly Joe. Is that different from Curly? Did they at one point have Curly and Curly Joe? No, no, because both. So uh, Curly died, sadly, Uh tragically. Shemp came back in. Shemp was an actual brother to the Stooges. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then the produce the product, the like production company. We're like, ah, Shemp's dead now <laughs> from <laughs> being, from being, you know, 45 in the 30s yeah. or whatever. And, uh, yeah, that was the leading cause. Co- the leading cause of death was being over 50 for like yeah, a long time. Yeah. And then uh, and then the studio gave them this guy, Joe Dorita, who just they called him Curly Joe Dorita to kind of link mm. him in. And he sucked. They like hated him. He was like the fucking he was like a total narc and like uh would would be like i'm not taking a pie in the face what kind of a respecting actor takes pie in the face uh and then they got rid of him and then i love the idea of someone joining the three studios and being like what is this i'm an adult man why would you poke me in the eyes i thought we were i thought we were gonna guard this museum this pterodactyl leg <laughs> I thought we were going to take it seriously. Yeah. Now, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, and the last guy was named. Uh, uh, boy, maybe that was Curly Joe. I don't know. There was uh, there was a couple of Joes and uh, one of them was a nice fellow who like toured with them. 
in the end days. Ooh. <laughs> uh, but I digress. We're not fighting uh, Stooges today. Haven't we seen enough of that? Uh, with the, the haven't we seen enough Stooge on Stooge violence? They're always slapping each other around out there. We are here to uh, partake in the middleweight bout of Kings for our 100th episode with uh, local queen, uh, <laughs> writer for uh, Stephen Colbert, mm-hmm. uh, my girlfriend and yours, Nicole. Conlon, everybody. <laughs> Hi, everybody. It's me, your girlfriend. <laughs> uh, Fight Island. Fame, That's why we have listeners. Returning Fight Island fave. Um, at, th- thank you so much for, for dipping in. Uh, uh, thanks so much for out. setting me up uh, in literally 30 feet away from where you're sitting in our living room. <laughs> it's okay. You're, you're using the setup that I used to use. So um, Yeah, before you got the profesh setup. Yeah. Sam, you don't know this, but one of, the, one of the reasons that Jordan and I couldn't just record in the same room is that we do we only have one chair that is a normal height in our apartment. Oh. All the other ones are like bar stool height, or there's like a gaming chair that's like on the floor. Uh, that's, insane. that's insane. I've never noticed that. And you're absolutely correct. Yeah. That, I, I could have moved like a spin bike in there, but that seems weird. That's funny. I thought it's because you, you couldn't go in Jordan's recording room because you're not a virgin. <laughs> I'm working on, I'm setting up LEDs. Um, there's, it'd be very funny if you zoomed out and there was a microphone there for Nicole, but it's just, there's too many Legos there and you can't sit. <laughs> it's not Legos. The floor in there is just strewn with empty Topo Chico bottles. I, so sure. much Topo Chico. If Up to our be, knees. If there is going to be like, I think that like. Uh, you traded your other chair for him. 20 years down the line they're gonna be like oh there's this topo chico specific disease and this one oh they like that you should so you should do some googling jordan because they did come out with topo chico's the one sparkling water that has like a thing you're not supposed to have yeah, well i mean that thing is about like it, it it'll like grind your teeth down and i give a fuck about that <laughs> your teeth are already smooth and flat yeah, oh t- if as long as we're talking about jordan's teeth i feel like i should let the listeners know <laughs> That the other day, I caught him uh, cleaning plaque off his teeth with a screwdriver. Caught nothing. I brag about it. I crossed the And I was like, you need to go to the dentist. And he was like, he was like, why? I have this screwdriver and I can do it. And I was like, now you really need to go to the dentist. I think I've proven that you don't need to go to the dentist. You can do it right at home, folks. Oh, my God. A hundred episodes episodes in, we get the... We get a new fact about Jordan that's fun that we get for a hundred more episodes. I I crossed the level. I'm a survivor now. (laughs) That's how, like, Oscar the Grouch works on his teeth. That is insane. (laughs) He wishes. Honestly, he probably has a plover bird or something. Some lesser Muppet. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, That's what what happened to Telly, is he just is chained. (laughs) Telly does have big dentist energy, just for the record. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, There's that guy's a guy on the edge. Don't the push show him. Named Doctor Teeth, <laughs> who specifically has pretty bad teeth. He's I, like think a, just, he's like I think it's just. I think it's just the last name. I think it's just the last name. I don't think he's a dentist of any he's, kind. He's, I think if your last name is Teeth, you got to be a dentist. Oh. I think that's a stigma that we're moving away from, and I couldn't be happier. Um, <laughs> And he's one of the last Muppets I would want messing around with my teeth. I'd be like, you look like the type of Muppet who steals teeth. You have too many of them <laughs> to have come here to the, for these to all be your own, frankly. 
Um, anyway, if we're all done dunking on me, uh, we'll go ahead and move <laughs> into the into the middleweight fight, which is Kings. And this I, is going to um, be Jordan. I hate to interrupt you, but I need to go close the door to the bedroom because I can hear your voice coming through the we bedroom. Can't hear it on the microphone, but now that you've said something, you should go and do it. I'm going to do it. It's uh, okay. it's not a microphone do- thing. It's more of a I can't focus thing. We're going to dunk on Nicole while she's gone. Hey. Let's, oh, never let's mind. Take, the door to the bedroom is already closed, so this let's is as good take, as it gets. Let's take Amy. She goes to the dentist like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Nicole. I love the dentist. Oh, fuck. She's back. Sam, I, I got to say, I really feel like you would have been on board with this. You know, you of all people would Don't like, put. He didn't wash it, it or anything. It, it was that's, just stuck it in his mouth. Uh, that's a fiction. I washed it <laughs> and I burnt it with uh, with a lighter. My uh, my opposition to it is not that it's a screwdriver. It's that that seems like a bad tool for that. I would use something equally stupid. I just think screwdriver's too harsh. We'll talk after this. Okay. Who are you yeah. guys' uh... – We're some kings. Uh, it, was a, it was also a uh, – should be noted like a little like uh, computer screwdriver so I could really get in there. And oh, I genuinely thought it was like a big Phillips head. Make my gums bleed. Um, who's, who are some kings? Who are some kings who also practice home dentistry? <laughs> uh, the, the middleweight king, I think, that comes to mind, who I guarantee did some home medical type shit, mm-hmm. is Elvis. <laughs> Elvis was definitely, like, faking his teeth with stuff. He was I definitely, mean, like, inventing, he was for, he was inventing mean, things. He was for sure uh, self-prescribing some shit, and he, I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if the king shot off a a skin tag or two. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely, he definitely used a gun to clip his fingernails somehow. Uh, now there's the, there's a number of athletes who have been the King. Mm-hmm. I would say most notably LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel mm-hmm. like LeBron James versus Elvis is not a super fair fight. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That does feel like an absolute ass whooping. There's no, <laughs> um, yeah. Elvis is pretty strong. Uh, <laughs> I think, I think, boy, Muhammad Ali, he was the king, wasn't he? Uh, well, sure, but I think Muhammad Ali's against Elvis is an even less fair fight. <laughs> Maybe it could be Muhammad Ali against... Uh, Ma- Muhammad Ali was never, like, nicknamed the king, though. LeBron James I'm is literally greatest. nicknamed King James. Oh, fair, 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 fair. What about BB uh, King? Oh, versus Elvis? Now we're Bit of a musician about. brawl? Uh, now we could do Elvis versus uh, Billy Jean King. Oh shit! Oh, I love that. Wow, that feels like a like a it's like another battle of the, the sexes. Yeah, yeah, so good. Yeah, that's so. Now good. here's the thing: I don't know anything about Billy Jean King other than <laughs> me neither. She that. was good at she was good at tennis and pretty reserved. Hang on, let's see, <laughs> let's see what uh, facts for kids has about Billy Jean King. Billy Jean King facts for kids. I really like. Is there does does facts wait, for kids wait. go go like? Do they have like Pol Pot facts for kids? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. They seem to have, they seem to be the first hit for when you put in celebrity plus facts. Facts for kids is always in the first five. Oh wow! Oh wow! Oh shit! Facts for kids went deep on. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking all right. Billie Jean Kim grew up poor. It was hard for her parents to support her. Her father was an engineer for a fire department. Her mother was a housekeeper. Her father had two jobs. Bit of a poke salad, Annie. Yeah, it doesn't say what his second job was, so I guess also engineer. 
It's two different kinds of engineer. In the fifties, you had to be an engineer and an and an engineer <laughs> to get by. What's your job? I'm two engineers. <laughs> um, King was interested in fighting for the rights of women in tennis. When she was 17 years old, King played doubles in Wimbledon. She and her partner, Karen Hantz, won the match. They became the youngest women players to win that match at Wimbledon. Even though she won this competition, she didn't want to focus on tennis completely. Uh, she's famous for winning a competition called the Battle of the Sexes against Bobby Riggs in 1973. Uh, this is one of the first tennis matches when a man played against a woman. Winning this match really helped her speak about sexism. She used tennis and the battle of the sexes to prove that women are as good at sports as men. That's a fact for kids. <laughs> Just as good as the sports as men, the people who are best at sport. It, it's very funny that they took like the best women's tennis player against some fat guy. Like imagine <laughs> Venus Williams, like, it's like Serena Williams playing against like just a fat guy they found who used to play tennis. Well, he was like kind of like a, he was like an outspoken, like, asshole right he like yeah. said some mm -hmm. bullshit and was like i can beat any woman on the court and she was like well all right fuck face like, yeah and, like uh, we we got serena williams to play tennis against lou dobbs what <laughs> why did we do that lou dobbs burst into ash the second the sun touched a him. weird <laughs> battle of the sexes uh, i like billy jean king versus elvis are we do we feel confident about this i feel like we got to flesh out the corner so we're not missing any middleweight kings here um i mean uh, now you know before when you first mm -hmm. told me you were doing kings you know i suggested chicken a la <laughs> also but, burger uh, yeah <laughs> chicken a la as in like as in like a man made of chicken a la king i don't know that was what we would figure out during the fight <laughs> versus burger king oh wow See, burger king like burger king versus elvis uh i think burger king won i think yeah. that that was already a fight <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, Burger King won that fight. Boy, the Whoops. Burger King seems pretty good. Nah, I like it. Uh, Billie, Billie, Jean King Billie Jean King versus versus Elvis Presley, the King, as it were. Question before us: Who would win in a fight between Billie Jean King and Elvis Presley? Now, are we? Uh, uh, is what era Elvis are we in? <laughs> I think we got to go when he was the King. You know, okay. not quite white uh, jumpsuit era. Yeah, not quite dead on the toilet seat, but he's he's. <laughs> He's discovered, well Vic way. he's discovered Vicodin and he's learning karate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, it's that's also Billie Jean King's era, too. So it's like yeah. the early 70s, I think, is perfect okay. for those guys. Let's see if let's see what Elvis facts for kids. Elvis facts for kids. <laughs> I don't mean to do this. It's literally I put Elvis facts into Google's. Hey, sometimes you're a kid and you want to know who barbiturates have killed. Here's seven. <laughs> I'm doing I'm doing a school project on barbiturates. <laughs> uh, okay, I have bad uh, parents. I number one. This is a fascinating seven fascinating facts about Elvis from history.com. No, I don't want your fucking newsletter. Okay. One. Holy shit. Elvis had a twin. Did he absorbed and that's why he's good at singing? <laughs> On January 8th, 1935, Elvis Aaron, later spelled Aaron, if you can believe it, uh, Presley was born at his parents' two-room house in East Tupelo, Mississippi. About 35 minutes after, his identical twin brother, Jesse Garen Presley, who was stillborn. That's not a fact for kids, Jordan. <laughs> I, said, I, said, I said this one's from History.com. They get real with it. 
Uh, book of his twin throughout his life grew up an only child in a poor family. Boy, could you imagine what what if he what if his double had been like even more Elviser than him? Hmm. We'd have super Elvis, but we didn't even know. Or what if his what if his double had survived and like turned out to be a real nerd? <laughs> a, re- a reverse <laughs> Stefan or Kel? No, I'm Revelvis. <laughs> Chelvis? Oh, that's not a good life. <laughs> uh, number two, Elvis bought Graceland when he was 22. 22. $102,000. You believe Have you guys me? been to Graceland? Every year, man. Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's fun just for the decor. You walk through and you're like, yeah, yeah this is what a like a weird, weird rich man thought was cool sure. in the 70s. It feels, I feel like, have you been, Nicole? No. No um it it feels like uh i I too haven't been but it it feels like what i imagine walking inside of a cake would feel like you know yeah kind of everything's (laughs) kind of frosted covered in sparkles well it it is very funny to be like this was the nicest thing at the time and the jungle room is just like a green room with a lot of carpet and like a shitty tv and that was like the that (laughs) was the absolute height of luxury yeah that's all you need kind of stinks i want to see the karate room <laughs> but it doesn't exist there's a weird there's like a cage with a monkey skeleton in it yeah yeah that's what i kind of what i wanted i wanted the the piranha tank now smart money in this fight says that billy jean king again you know she's an athlete and mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. king is uh you know he's juggling a heart attack in one hand and a hot dog in the other baby but he does kind of maybe know how to do karate against air. But he, yes, and he also seems like maybe he's seen how he dies, and this ain't it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the only way I'm going out is on the toilet. You I'll better fight it. me on the toilet if you want me to die. Oh, wow. What if she does? Fights him on the toilet? Or what if she, like, hits him with a tennis ball so hard in the uh-huh. gut? But he's like, and stumbles back through like the men's room and like onto the toilet. He's like, oh no, my vision. (laughs) Sure. I mean, I feel like he's got like, okay, let's talk about weapons at each of their disposal. Obviously, obviously Billie Jean King has the tennis racket and tennis balls. But Elvis, you'll remember, first of all, Mm Elvis Brat is the only man who successfully brought a gun into the White House. That's like true. a yeah, weird true. fact I know about Elvis. He also has uh, guitars. I'm sure he has some sort of pyrotechnic ability, He shot his TV you know? kind of a lot. Yeah. Not Did he? It. Yeah. <laughs> now to doubt my mind that Elvis is coming to this thing strapped. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. But and does, the, and does the island equalize it? Yeah. Yeah. To a certain degree. I think that Billie Jean King, honestly when she gets to the island like her fighting energies are enhanced as such like it recognizes yeah. her as an important victor from mm-hmm. history that now she's got like a like like a 70s terry cloth wonder woman bandana okay and she and she can like return bullets if you shoot them at her I, yeah like, I, I think she can <laughs> i think i think her serve is a gunshot true, okay true okay like it's that but it is still a tennis ball not a bullet that's yeah, the well, trade-off. But I mean, if it's a gunshot, if a, te- a tennis ball traveling at the speed of a gun, I, I don't know if they've done it on Myth Hunters, but Tra- traveling at the speed of gun on the next <laughs> Myth Hunters. Speed of gun. 
Um, I feel like that's a cannonball, baby. That's, yeah. You catch one of those in the chest, but again, the the king, Elvis Presley, one of his main things, especially in the king era, quote unquote, uh, was those moves. Mm-hmm. He was oh, live. Yeah. yeah. You know, you can't catch me with a cannonball. Come on. He could dodge stuff Matrix style. Totally <laughs> with like, yeah. with like cheesy karate moves that he's making up, you know? Yeah. And if we're that really that peak Elvis time, he is kind of a he is very like aware. Like if you watch any like Elvis like concert movies or anything, mm. he is he does he's like very aware of his surroundings. He's like very in control. Now I think that bodes well. Let's talk weaknesses here. Okay. I think weakness is Billie Jean. She can be goaded as it has been Mm, evidence, yes. you know. provoked. Yes. Elvis could be like, "Oh, I bet you can't do more barbiturates than me." And then she, <laughs> she's like, "I bet I can." And then that's his thing that women weren't as good at doing barbiturates. <laughs> yeah. I can take more barbiturates than any woman in alive. <laughs> did you just say woman in? Yes, I did. <laughs> Again, the dress. Um, now, uh, I think obviously Elvis's weaknesses are uh, the barbiturates. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, he put on some weight. He's not as fast yeah. as he used to be. I think yeah, his, oh, his dodging's not as agile as it was uh, at the peak of his career. More luck than mm-hmm. anything, you know, kind of mm-hmm. a drunken master situation. Mm-hmm. Sure. He's like, he's like, oh, is that a cheeseburger? And he dug, ducks down to get it. And mm-hmm. like a ball whizzes over his head. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also another weakness, peanut butter and banana sandwich, as we know. Oh, wait, yeah. was it a peanut butter bacon? Bacon. Peanut butter jelly was? with bacon, yeah. Ooh, and it was on, I thought it was, like, I thought it was peanut French butter, bacon, bread. banana. Damn. Elvis. The king of yeah. sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Um, Billie Jean so King is still... King. Billie Jean King is still alive. I think that's a yeah. big thing for her. Is that she... <laughs> that's working in her favor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I do. Th- I do think she is. She. Uh, she could be provoked, but was relatively restrained. You know, she sure. like. She was a. She was a pro athlete. She had a long career. And she. You know, she knew. She knew restraint. Elvis never stopped himself from doing anything. Yeah, and you it's know, true. it's true. It's not. Like I want to marry a high schooler. Like, it's yeah, okay, man. <laughs> Wait, sure. I want to marry Calvin Coolidge's boat. <laughs> Fifty-five thousand uh, dollars. By the way. Uh, it was Franklin Roosevelt's boat, the Potomac. Fifty-five thousand dollars he paid for it. Apparently, That's, okay. that is nothing for FDR's boat. Yeah, hundred sixty-five foot long vessel. It doesn't say anything on here about the sandwich. It says he was burned in effigy after his appearance on the Ed Sullivan Show, and it also uh, yes. says that he never performed outside of North America. Huh. That seems odd, but also like Elvis is like a uniquely American feeling thing, and also. It's like, he shows up in Scotland. You're like, what? Why? We don't need this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, it's not like Billie Jean King was uh, a hothead. You know, it's not like he could say anything that's going to sure. set her off. If she doesn't yeah. have a point to prove, then she's probably yeah. not going to misstep. And I also see her having like, do you remember? Sam, I know you don't, but Nicole, do you remember uh, Pro Stars, the cartoon from the 90s with no. uh, Bo Jackson and Wayne Gretzky no. and Michael Jordan? And they had kind of a, like Michael Jordan had like trick basketballs he could shoot. Like one would be like an ice ball or, or a, 
fireball, probably. Ooh, okay, so we're saying that Billie Jean King has uh, powers. Bingo. I'm saying 80s not, necessarily, cartoon not, powers. not necessarily powers, but definitely trick balls. Like, she can, like, like hit, hit a tennis ball, and he's like, yeah, dodged it. And she's like, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, and then it explodes with, like, snakes or whatever. Okay, I like that. Hmm. I think I think I'm ready to vote. Okay. And, and it's kind of it's kind of a lame-o reasoning, I think. But <laughs> okay. You guys will have plenty for pushback. <laughs> Billie Jean King is a king because it's her last name. Elvis mm. earned the title. Oof. Oh. Honestly, the king, Sam, that's a good king. argument. Ugh, it's so t- it's pedantic, and I don't love it. But king by name, not by just, deed. It's one of those where you end up the deciding factor being the who is the most the category. Wow. He also just Billie Jean King had a lot of fans and was very important. People think Elvis is still fucking alive. Like, <laughs> like, like that's that really is like monarchy I mean, type shit. Yeah, that's Honestly, that's that's, King, that's King, King Tut. King. That's that's People assuming they're higher than Billie human. Jean King is still alive. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, no, I'm saying it's it's a strong argument that she's still kicking at 87. But uh, I'm gonna I'm voting Elvis because I think he's he's better at kinging. Okay. All right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go BJK just because I think if we're talking these people in their uh in their primes, this is a scrap. You know, this is a throwdown, and I think you know he's got some moves, but this this ain't. <laughs> This ain't Madison Square Garden, you know. We're not doing mm-hmm. a show here. We're uh, we're 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 fighting. We're throwing down, and I think you need somebody with the skills to pay the bills. And I think mm-hmm. that's Billie Jean. Okay, uh, this is gonna be controversial. I don't know if it breaks the rules of Fight Island, but uh, I think at the last second, Billie Jean is saved by her real, in real life, close friend. Elton John, who wrote the song <sighs> Philadelphia Freedom in her honor. Elton no! John, who is every, who has all of Elvis's showmanship, but much better songs, mm. in my opinion. Uh, and uh, I think, I think John- it's close. And then I think at the last second, uh, Elton John comes in with even more uh, sequins and uh, pizzazz <laughs> than Elvis and, and blinds Elvis and then uh, Elvis has a heart attack uh, and, uh, and uh, it's like nothing put. he's ever seen before yeah. you know God save the queen he says <laughs> uh, Elton John kind of is a mashup between Elvis and Billie Jean King that kind of fits right same haircut you know? same kind of glasses yeah <laughs> Oh, wow. Uh, What an upset. Honestly, I'm going to have to say that uh, the the island demands justice, uh, so there must be one winner. And yes, you're right. Elton John does show up, uh, a previous champion of the island, uh, playing his motorized guitar with which, or his motorized piano with which he defeated Billy Joel. Yeah. uh, And blasts in here and goes, God save the queen! And uh, all of his sequins flash at once. And uh, when, when you know, when the, the glitz and glamour settles, he's accidentally vaporized everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did, I did. John is your middleweight king, parentheses queen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we turned uh, kings into queens for the, middle, for the middleweight yeah. bout. Great. I, I, do, I do like the logic of it, because like, 
Billie Jean King did have a foray, foray into into music, and that mm-hmm. was Philadelphia Freedom, where mm-hmm. Elvis never playing tennis. You can't shoot a tennis ball. Yeah, I mean, he surely he must have hit a tennis ball at some point. Hated it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Didn't oh, care no. for it. I've seen these. <laughs> oh, yeah. I woke up on one of these one time. Uh, yeah. Holy moly. Good one. Who knew? I don't know. Who knew that Elton John would win the battle? In the wind. <laughs> who knew? Who who had money on Elton John? Not and me. I do think I do think he's sad about it. You know, he's like, oh, yeah. bitch, okay. Sorry, love. Oh, freedom and then blasts out of there uh-huh. <laughs> uh, nicole thank you so much for joining us oh guys thank you so much for having me the middleweight bout we're gonna move one of on the to... nicole conlon one of the fight island guest mount rushmore heads hey mount rushmore head, for which sure. one am i uh teddy roosevelt okay great uh, i'll take well, teddy roosevelt i think that yeah. i think that the one with the mustache <laughs> That is also me in the, in the context of this Zoom room, I think. The one who refused to bait bears, just like you. Uh, all right, let's go do the heavyweight fight. Somebody told me about Billy Corgan, uh, working with Billy Corgan in the studio, how he would, um, he, he, he would listen to the, the female guitarist in the band and then she would go home after recording a, a like a day full of tracks and be like, "Well, we're we're changing all of that. We're changing. We're, oh we're, God, we're, we're re-recording Ugh. all of that." And then he would Ugh. go and do the the exact same performance, like yeah, the exact same one. And I was like, okay, well, did maybe this is just an attitude thing where we could maybe have just this yeah maybe this is within you. With, maybe the, this is within your power to change, Billy. Now I'm looking in the mirror, complaining about my teammate. Where I'm like, well, maybe I should just let my team be my team. I select Billy. <laughs> Billy, maybe you should stop smashing so many pumpkins all the time. Billy, Billy, it's not gonna, Billy, it's not gonna work this time. I want you to try carving a pumpkin, huh? How about that? Yeah, but they rot way too quickly, and now they're rotten. <laughs> the squirrels get them. The squirrels get them. That's our problem. Hey That's Billy, do, hey problem. Billy, do you think you're smashing them because you're not as good at carving them as everybody else? Is that something we want to address? My knife's broken. <laughs> <laughs> I need a better. It's the knife's fault. My knife. My knife. Um. It, okay, we are recording. Does everybody see the little? Does everybody see waveforms? Uh, Jordan, do you see waveforms? I see waveforms. Okay. I see waveforms on my track and not on y'all's tracks. Great, that's, that's fine. That Sam, works. you too. Mm-hmm. Yep, we're good. Great, great. We're we're doing it. Um, I, I I I bring this up because boy, I had a big audio gaff today, and not the kind who gets to hold the big silly microphones. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do? Is that a gaffer? No, gaffer. Gaffers are gaffer is the... the guy that keeps the guy having a boner. <laughs> yeah uh yeah. it's true i mean that's why they called uh samwise gamgee the gaffer yeah it's uh, dependent on the gaffer Whoop, woo. okay uh, gaffers uh work in electrical sam if you do want to know they I they d- help I did know cords that. and plugging things in okay very good they got tape they use the tape right the tape is named after that i mean everybody uses the tape but it's the best tape that's ever existed i mean mm-hmm. i could go on and on and on about the gaff tape i mean <laughs> the, what is the best tape <laughs> it's gaff tape because it goes on permanent and comes up clean it leaves no residue it's very expensive Maybe it's good that we lost our last track if we're doing tape talk. 
tape talk, production tape talk, and production Listen, equipment. Duct tape has been on on the top of the heap for too long. I'm saying something needs to come I, along. I'm just saying it's like I would have a good night at Rod Stewart Live if two things would happen: if my set and performance was good and fun, mm-hmm. and two. If nobody tripped, I mean, like there were never reports from bartenders saying I tripped over a cord or anything like that. You Uh see that shit happen at other people's mics and shows. You see somebody trip over a cord and it's like, well, that could be an insurance thing. Because you guys had your gaffing was on point. Because I would get there and I'd get on my feet and I'd shove my my low rise jean ass into people's (laughs) faces as they were talking. Oh, I saw Ezra Koenig at the Beachwood Canyon (laughs) Farmer's Market or something. Why don't you guys, why don't you you guys, the three of you host Rod Stewart Live and then uh, you guys hire like a like a weird 65 year old gaffer from the union. (laughs) I would love that. That'd be super funny. (laughs) A shredded out Ayatsi guy with a gray ponytail and yeah. like one eye. Yeah. He's like, I, I mean, I mean, they, they said I, I, we were up in Big Bear and uh, they said I need to get down here and work this job real quick. And I it came down and I said 750 flat rate. And uh, I got, I, I mean, I, you know, Kamala, I mean, she's, she's a Nazi. Kamala's a Nazi. I mean, right. Yeah. One of those, no, one of those. Just... Could you just what? do the ga- the gaffing, maybe? One of those old guys with like a skinny body, but then like forms like jet engines. You're like, sure. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is gonna make no sense probably to anyone listening to this podcast, but you you know you know a guy's gonna be a great crew guy when you're driving to set at four in the morning, you're driving to Agua Dolce or whatever, <laughs> and then some asshole in like a bronco that's lifted like three times its height with like a really long antenna with like a raccoon tail behind it Uh and like a a novelty plate that says like keep tahoe red or something like that and he's like whipping around you and shit and then he's the guy who's in front of you you know checking in when you finally get sure naturally he's the but he's the best fucking gaffer in the the biz you know he's the best Hey, this was this gun. Uh, this gun was supposed to be purple, and it's like purple in two seconds. And he hands it to the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something people with actual skills they like have to harden extra to be around all the show business weirdos and perverts. They have to be like, all right, I'm I'm exceptionally like hardened and weird because like I have to deal with fucking Kristen Stewart screaming at me every ten seconds. Well, yeah, I mean they do uh, deal with the worst liberalism has to mm-hmm. offer, so yeah. I don't blame yeah. them. Yeah, I yeah, did, yeah, yeah. I did see my first like January six t shirt, not a literal January six t shirt, but like the the new thing that I've noticed is the the silhouette of the Spartan helmet with um with uh, Roman writing. That's, oh no! There, there's like oh, a my new. God. It's just a gun rights thing. It's just a come and take it thing. It's it's nothing yeah. new, but that's the yeah. new style that the. And it feels very, it feels bright, Barty, Bannon-esque, white ethno state a little bit, but mm-hmm. it's not. It's just, I deserve to have weapons mm-hmm. in fucking, from the King Leonidas. Sure. So that if you ever get summoned to Fight Island, you can, uh, you can slash back, you know? I mean, weapons are cool. I can't. I mean, that's why I don't care. That's what I don't a- care. Yeah. Andrew, Andrew Breitbart's weapon of choice was uh, alcohol, and he used it against himself. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, those, those the dudes in the media. There, there's conservatives, and then there's conservative media, and the mm-hmm. dudes in the media are just pussy willows. And the, like the even Drew Yonda, his like showrunner dude, who was like, I, I'd like to see Black Lives Matter come up here during the riots. He was holding some yeah. giant assault weapon. It was uh-huh. an airsoft gun. 
Yeah. It wasn't yeah. a real gun. I was like, dude, you I shoot real guns. You're a them dick. showing up and he's like, all right, I'm glad you're here. I bought a bunch of airsoft guns. These are the rules. These are teams. Okay. We got a paintball range in the back. We're going to settle this once and for all. Uh, the I found out a, a recent uh, uh, fun fact from my mom. Uh, we have a family friend who lives in that St. Louis development with the two stupid with the gun couple the little fat oh. guy and the blonde lady. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this family friend was saying, uh, they are farther away from the protesters than even the pictures look like. <laughs> like, they, that's like another, the other crazy part is like, there's so much, that driveway's so long and a sure. lot of the pictures made it look like they were like, vaguely right close there. it's like they're so far away too yeah. for that couple to be like my gun like, oh yeah the, the whole, very that, funny. that whole scenario definitely reeked of like why don't we move this from yelling at the tv to the front lawn <laughs> like, okay. oh it so was there i mean it turns out those people are lame <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah i thought they're really cool and punk rock and they anyway <laughs> Anyway, the classic transition of Radio Land, uh, Podcast Land, who knows? It's oh, the man. Wild West out here. <laughs> this transition uh, is like transitioning from toilet paper to sandpaper. This I'm is, honestly, I'm wondering, I'm wondering when the, I think we're probably going to, we're eight minutes in. We'll probably start this section around seven. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what we got so far. Start it no. now, fuck it. It's the fucking it's, start it. It's the hundredth episode. We're getting we're getting all the, the all the trash that we usually put in the podcast it's should the, be we're included. Clear, we're clearing the spit valve on the old on the old fightsophone. You, yeah, it's pretty gross in there. I played a pretty cornet gross. in uh, middle school to get out I, of uh, PE, and uh, I tried I know to about the spit valve. I tried to play the saxophone, and the uh, the guy, the band leader, Mister Sheehy was like, hmm, I don't think so. And named like a bunch of fat kid instruments I could play. <laughs> wow. It's like you could play a great big drum or the tuba. <laughs> they, or do, this, they do embarrass this. fat kids with tubas. They go, hey, oh. why don't you, you can only play the thing that uh, makes it when you say it, you look fatter. <laughs> tuba. Uh, tuba, yeah. Uh, well, th- we're not here to talk about tubas or... Uh, or f- although honestly <laughs> a fight between the uh between the the brass instruments would be pretty fun. Uh we're here to do the heavyweight bout of the 100th episode extravaganza heavyweight kings with your pal friend of the pod friend of your god James Austin Johnson is here. Hey everybody listening to Fight Fight Club Fight Island. Fight <laughs> I- uh hey everybody listening to Fight Island it's your favorite Fight Islander. What the fight? What the fight, Islander? Hey, what the fighters? James Austin Johnson. Hey, fight fighterinos. What's up, fight? What the fight, tenistas? <laughs> <laughs> when you get to a hundred episodes, you get to use Marinisms. That's yeah. what's fun, ah. I think. That's Marin, true. Uh, so, James, who are your guys <laughs> when it comes Man, to fighting? Uh, Marin Garofalo, uh, Michael Rappaport. Um, <laughs> You know, uh, let's see. anyone in Gen X. Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons is an uh, excellent, uh, an excellent select. An is excellent Lulu fighter. Lemon a person? Not in real life, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Lulu Lemon, I think of as kind of like a fashion fairy who like just blesses malls with a store overnight. Right. You know? Yeah, of course. But um, I would have been able to really answer the question, "Who are your guys?" I would have been able to really able to answer that in yeah. freshman year of college, and they would have been sort <laughs> of like. 
a, a, a list of about a dozen performers of not color who mm-hmm. um, <laughs> who were all kind of shades of the same thing. Sure. Which yeah. is uh, guys who talk too much. And uh, I would have been able to really just be like, uh, yeah, hell yeah, Tar- Tarantino, uh, Tom Waits, <laughs> Stephen King. All, all of that Stephen stuff. King. He's a make, king, yeah. technically. I don't know if he's a. I don't know if he's a heavyweight king. He does show up on the pod, oh. though. He does manage to. He does manage to like weasel his way into almost every category. When, we talk about him constantly. <laughs> <laughs> when Tabitha lets me write another two thousand page novel, I go up to the top of the barn and put on something it, really rocking, like it, the Jayhawks or Shooter Jennings. Something really bitchy to get the juices oh. flowing. Uh, writing uh, horror is all about keeping the gators fed it's a bummer <laughs> it's a bummer how much i love both of those bands that sounds like a great way to write some horror i other people write this literary equivalent of a steak dinner with palm frite no. but stephen king i write a big mac with fries <laughs> it's not it's true, quite though. stanley it's almost stanley but he's like he's not as uh he probably hasn't sure. lived as much of a life as Stanley. He's done more drugs, but I don't think he's like we've. He did drugs alone. Stanley did drugs in a cool way with other we've people. We've seen Stephen King die on the island so many times, really? and he just keeps coming back. Hi guys, it's me again. God, <laughs> Stephen. Ah, you thought you killed me. Wrong again. Hmm. Has um has uh uh stan lee died many times on <laughs> i don't think island. honestly i don't think stan lee has been on the island i'm stan lee creator well, until of now Spider-Man, the incredible <laughs> hulk the fantastic boy uh, <laughs> oh look at the sky i think it's probably an avengers <laughs> fight Stanley Stanley always sounds like he just finished or needs to go eat breakfast. (laughs) Yeah, there is a bit of a like just about to burp about him. Well, that was a delicious 19 egg omelet. Wow, Thor is running across the street. The hell. All right, Excelsior. Uh, who, who are your Who are your heavyweight kings? Are, do you think Stephen King is a heavyweight? I don't think so. No, I don't feather. Think, I don't think. Yeah, no. at least I honestly I think a of him as kind of like featherweight. I think of him as kind of like a, a celebrity judge at these things at this point. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I would love him on uh, him as a celebrity judge on America's Got Talent or uh, American Idol. <laughs> him sitting next to like Katy Perry and Lionel Richie would be really funny. <laughs> Just as like, uh, did you guys come together? What what is this? There's nothing like having an ice cold Coca Cola and listen to a beautiful black woman sing runs. <laughs> I forgot how to do the Stephen King voice, but he he's very ignorant of other cultures. Anytime he sure. writes a black mm-hmm. character, it's a it's yeah. a lot of patois and no, that, that honky ma <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's weird. it's always it's always like uh uh the son from Sanford and Son or like. Someone has a dashiki on, and he wrote it in. <laughs> yeah. It's bad. His name was Dummy, I think. <laughs> uh, oh, my got... heavyweights! Uh, is there like a category for the fight today, or is it just heavy? Kings. kings, kings, heavyweight kings. Oh, literal kings, literal kings. But kind these of king, be, king. However, you feel be, these can be kings of old. These so can be Stephen people king. named king. These can Stephen be king. Could be a king. That could be the absolutely kings of yeah. Leon, the drummer the kings of the kings of, of Leon. Leon. Sure, he's he is technically yeah. a king. I don't know if he's a heavyweight king. 
Jordan, Jordan and I had bandied this about a little bit. King Kong, that's a big time Ooh. king. That's a hundredth episode of Huge Fight Island King. king. Huge king. king Ma- main king. I would say King of the Apes. Although, is Tarzan king? Tarzan's kind of king of the. You know what? The lion is the king of the jungle. <laughs> I thought you were going to yeah, say king lion. of the Jews. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Jesus Christ, man. Jesus Christ, king of the, ki- the king of kings. Jesus king of kings. Is, is, there a, is there a more even fight than King Kong There's, versus Jesus Christ? King Kong, that feels like the ultimate pay-per-view, honestly. <sighs> I feel like we just designed sort of a, a cool shirt from 2006. Yeah. King, <laughs> yeah. king yeah. Kong versus Jesus Christ. Like we really Spencer's the shit out of it. We really <laughs> Who would win in a fight? This, this was a real show in 2003. Who would win in a fight? Vikings or ninjas? <laughs> Stay <laughs> tuned. And now it's every phone game. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think, first of all, Vi- I think obviously Vikings. Probably. I think Vikings I think, like wouldn't put up with it. <laughs> I remember trying to get into like alt music and listening to the college radio station in Nashville as like a high schooler, and there were the two like nineteen year olds on the who were you know ancient to me at fifteen mm-hmm. uh, were were being like, who do you think like would do you think robots versus ninjas? Who who do you think? Would you- what would you guys do during a zombie apocalypse? What's yeah. your zombie? What's your Zed plan? Yeah, where do you go? Also, now I'm thinking about it. I think ninjas sweep Vikings. I don't think Vi- Vikings. <laughs> I don't think Vikings are expecting it. That's the whole thing about ninjas is that you know they're unconventional. I uh, I think a bunch of Boonraku performers uh, doing big stick puppets and <laughs> in, in black leotards would be sure. the ninjas. I mean. Anyway, versus... I'm going to go anyway, I'm going to go play a card game called uh Police versus the Mafia Naked or something like that. <laughs> I I I really do like King Kong versus Jesus. It feels like I don't want to miss any heavyweight I kings. I like, I can I can I can do King Kong versus Jesus. Jesus is certainly a heavyweight. I mean, that the cross adds 300 pounds. Doesn't it though? <laughs> doesn't it? And that's so. the kind of humor you can expect on <laughs> Oh man! If I mean, uh, uh, this guy was probably you know Mediterranean. He's five feet tall. He's probably only weighs like 150 pounds. Mm-hmm. You know, soaking wet. But um, add the sins of all mankind, past, present, and future. <laughs> so much so that he sinks to hell and lives in hell for three days before rising again. Is that what uh, happened? Uh, not it. That's not in every um chant that every church does but it sure, sure was in the one that i did it was in, <laughs> it was in the apostles creed that we said every what Sunday. did he what did he do Dan? a bulletproof jesus in, went to hell we believe in god the father almighty maker of heaven and earth and in jesus christ his only son our lord who was born of the spirit born of the virgin mary suffered on a pony's pilot crucified dead and buried he descended into hell on Whoa, the third day he awesome. rose from the grave he ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of god the father almighty See, from there he shall come to judge the living and the dead See, that feels like a video game pitch, like specifically the three days in hell. Oh, yeah. He descended into heaven <laughs> on the third day. There's probably a lot of like sermon exactly. starter videos. I acted in a lot of these when I was a Christian actor. These sermon oh, yeah. starter videos where they get like a sketch. It's not a it's not funny, but it is the production value and the intention of a yeah. sketch. But it's not funny. It's like a fake movie trailer. I want it's to be like, very clear. This summer, it's not Job funny. chapter three. Yeah. What is it called when a sketch is supposed to evoke not humor? I don't understand what that, that but that scunch. is a genre of thing. That is that is a scunch. <laughs> There's no way that's what That is, is a scrooch. 
I don't know what it. I don't know what it is, but I, I acted in nine hundred of them for yeah. Christian Resources, which is the that's, that's the publishing gracious. wing of the Southern Baptist Convention. What if instead of laughter you went? I guess. What if that was the whole? Huh. I feel guilty now. Oh, I guess. It, I guess it was weird when I was staring at that sixteen-year-old's boobies while I was getting coffee and donuts right before this started. I feel bad. I better go to the pew. I better. I better go up to the altar and pray that off. Right away. I was just, right just going to let that go, but now I got to think about it all day. So good. Uh, God told me I got to think about it a lot. That I'm a really bad guy for doing it. Now I'm just going to think about that seventeen-year-old's boobies. It was bad. Don't do it, Jeffrey. Bad. 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 <laughs> But it's all I can think about. It's all I can th- I'm trying to crack a crack a thigh from a leg here here at a, a Cracker Barrel and after church and not tip, and I can't <laughs> stop thinking about the movies and how bad it is when I think about it. There they are. There they are again. Ah! <laughs> it's like a Stephen King book. I see Jesus, them in every mirror. <laughs> Jesus, save me from the psychological torment of getting saved by you. And then he's cognitively, there, and then he appears, but. Here's another problem. He's hot as hell. And he's got that <laughs> he's got that cross. And uh I do think I do think of the fight like I'm imagining Jesus kind of zipping around Green Lantern style, wielding this cross, almost Thor's hammer against mm-hmm. Kong. Mm. I'm I'm thinking Kong is gonna Honestly, guys, I'm thinking Kong's going to have trouble with this one. <laughs> I like I like uh I like Jesus as Green Lantern. And my initially my thought was that Jesus gets real big like a kaiju, but I kind of like oh, sure. I like <laughs> Superman Jesus. I kind of like I like kaiju guy? Jesus. Yeah, who was the guy uh king of the kaiju? Who was the guy who in Super Friends who was who could get all huge. It was like an it Indian was an guy. Indian man. Uh, I can't remember what his name was. Chief Giganto or something. Vaguely. So, so, probably something deeply, deeply offensive. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. That's probably better than what it actually was. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, he, he would say something that they probably don't say on TV anymore and grow gigantic. And I think Jesus does the same thing. Like, like Aramaic. Yeah. Or yeah, speaks the secret name of God and no, he just grows, he does grows, that run he does that run about rainbow. feeling bad about seeing boobs and then he gets real big. <laughs> kind of like Ultraman. I like yeah. an Ultraman. Jesus. Apache Chief. Apache Chief. Yes, exactly. No, it's... nothing creative. No, like actual naming. <laughs> just Apache Chief. Imagine if imagine if there there was a there was a superhero in like Japan or something named United States American President. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So CEO. <laughs> American, American CEO, <laughs> Apache chief, leader. I do think Ill- that... Illinois Cracker Barrel manager. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Can Jesus do that? Is that one of his many powers? He is. I mean, he's obviously a mutant of great. Uh, Jordan, have you mutant. read the Bible? I don't. Yeah, I mean, I haven't, admittedly, but I don't. I haven't even heard about Jesus, the one where he grew to an enormous height. Jesus's miracles were big symbols to confirm his deity so he either healed people which is what he was actually prophesied to do in like isaiah and shit is that he will heal the blind and blah 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 okay and then uh but all the prophecies said he would be a literal like flaming wizard from the sky with a blade of fire on a white horse (laughs) and he didn't fulfill that which is why you know the 
uh, the Jews do not consider him the Messiah. He didn't fulfill sure. the prophecies. Sure. Christians think he's the Messiah because he came as a baby instead. He is like, no, he got the prophecies wrong in the Old Testament. Mm. It actually, instead of being a warrior, he was supposed to be a baby. This is God just <laughs> kind of going back on promises in a cool way that makes the it a ancient, religion. The ancient word for baby and warrior are very close. It's it's been a huge problem for years. <laughs> uh, uh, I so of of Jesus's powers. I mean, we can. We can do it like uh, uh, we could do what's a Into the Spider-Verse style Jesus, where we take all the Jesuses, baby Jesus shaming the Pharisees, uh, yeah. uh, actual oh, baby Jesus yeah. hanging out with donkeys, 33-year-old <laughs> Jesus doing anything of note that was worth it's, writing down. It's a bit of it's a bit of a Jesus like super friends. It's a, the Jesus club. Jesus yeah. coming out of the tomb soaking wet from hanging out in hell for 3 days covered in sins. <laughs> sort of a John sort of a John Wick Jesus. Just dripping with John sin. Wick Jesus. Yeah, with the where he still mm-hmm. got the he still got the holes. Yeah, big time. Black and white noir Jesus. Oh, yeah, if there was a John Wick Jesus style movie, you know for sure at some point he would like do like a cartwheel and the bullets would go through the holes. Yeah. Like, he'd, like, <laughs> it would like he'd dodge them that very, way. Very John Woo. Man, yeah. this this really has this fight does have a now a, a Spencer's Gifts feel to it. Well, <laughs> let's talk about very let's 2002 talk about, fight. Yeah. Let's talk about King Kong for a hot second here. Okay. King Kong is uh, you know, the kings the the king of the apes king of skull island undisputed king of skull the island. very embodiment of wildlife and nature and absolutely the, mm-hmm. a, 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 a statement that says man should not encroach upon truly. another's kingdom yeah. truly and the, and the most you know at its most primal and savage unbridled uh fury and it's like he's fighting every day on Skull Island. I don't think Jesus has been fighting every day up in heaven. You know, he's not. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think he he chose not to pick up that flaming sword. The, the horse is the horse is collecting dust in well, the garage. You know, I mean, uh, Jesus was a uh, was a kind of a, a, a political dissident uh, and uh, came up against uh, the nationalist authority and uh, uh, and yet was used as a colonizing tool uh, and King Kong is a is sort of the <laughs> ultimate victim of 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 colonization almost. Sure. Or I wouldn't say ultimate victim, but but uh, he this is a guy who's taken from his home. His home is taken from him. Sure. And he's put into this new place, and he goes mm-hmm. wild because he's acting like it's his home, and it's because mm-hmm. the guys came and took his home, and blah blah blah. Yeah. So, and it's the same thing that you know the Romans did. They they, they had Jesus, and they're like, hey, by the way, this is your God, and uh, we killed everybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, their deaths out. feel similar. <laughs> And they feel like similar shapes. Sure, I guess. Yeah, yeah I guess you're right. Yeah, um, Jesus died uh, trying to, you know, kiss a hot blonde chick on, a, <laughs> yeah, on a tower. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if Jesus got shot off a skyscraper? Jesus was clinging <laughs> to the top of the Sears <laughs> tower, <laughs> <laughs> batting Wait, down, uh, the whipping Pharisees. lightning bolts at people, centurions. Yeah, <laughs> it is fight when it's in ridiculous old Roman uh, biplanes. <laughs> Leonardo da Vinci esque flying machines. <laughs> uh, uh, I think I'm. I think I'm ready to throw out my vote, and here's my reasoning. Okay. Um, in a battle of King Kong versus Jesus, I'm gonna go with Kaiju Jesus in my head. Okay, it's, you go it's, Kaiju Jesus. It's he's just big. it's big old Jesus, but he's got you know he's got various powers. He's turning. I, li- 
I really do like the idea of him having this the cross, but as like a big crazy hammer. The that cross feels like doesn't a... the cross doesn't grow. I think Jesus grows, but the cross stays small. Interesting. And it, it's Damn, more you're of, right. It, it's more like a totem he he looks to for. Or it's like a or, right. it's, or it's like a or it's like a shiv. Yeah. Hey, cut it out. Him in the eye with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like kaiju Jesus. I think that makes it a fair fight, right? Because yeah, I think it makes more fair. I think you're right. Or does it make or does it make King Kong in an unfair position? Because truly, what if King Kong was the size of the rest of the gorillas? I mean, he'd still be the king, right? He's King Kong. He's still like the yeah. He's still the best gorilla because he's he's smarter, right? He's just slightly smarter than other fights to rex all day. He's a feeler. He's not a thinker. He's a feeler. And <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, I think Jesus is a thinker over a feeler. Honestly, I don't I don't know that Jesus is all emotion. Yeah. I mean, he never lost his cool. The only time he lost his cool was in the temple when they were with the moneylenders. That's the only time he got emotional. You know? Yeah. And then he killed all those apes. Remember? <laughs> you damn nerdy. <laughs> remember when Jesus lost it and whooped all those gorillas asses? You, you damn dirty apes. Credited to Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Christ. The Nazarene. Okay, here's what here's what I think. I, I think I'm gonna say Kong because if Kong. they're both big, Kong one of Kong's big. Kong is a, a, a you know a, a gorilla. He'll 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 genitals, fingertips, face Jesus. <laughs> sure. Get rid, you know how how gorillas fight. I guess but, that does just kind of make you at face level with a gorilla. <laughs> but but King Kong's big weakness: seeing a hot blonde lady walk by mm-hmm. that distracts him maybe jesus gets a couple punches in you think but you know who's definitely never seen a blonde lady jesus christ <laughs> he, he has never seen a blonde lady uh, and it yeah he's the joseph son of god smith but it would, would blow beg to differ <laughs> joseph smith would beg to differ because jesus got on a boat told he the lived Native in Americans utah they were idiots i heard i heard a whole thing about jesus moving to japan and living his life out there have you heard that uh, that's i mean you know property he's, he's, get, get really he's low. rivers cuomo what, and what becoming, becoming like a samurai and like having like a life there it's crazy look into it i don't i'm not an authority on it but i you know some buzzfeed thing flashed at me i was like oh cool samurai jesus i'll keep moving along <laughs> oh cool that's definitely true <laughs> that's... <laughs> Again, we're just designing more Spencer's gift shirts. Yeah, again, shirts yeah. can, Samurai, can Samurai Jesus be part of the Samurai of this Jesus verse? Yeah, sure. Totally. It's like, yeah. You know, the Batman action figures, how it'll be like the same series absolutely. of Batman action figures, but one of them, he's a Samurai. One of them, he's got totally. ice. Yeah. Guns. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I always think of like Arctic Adventure something or yeah. other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Icebreaker Batman. Or, or how they'd be like, here are the Ninja Turtles, but uh, now two of them are in the Olympics. <laughs> like, I guess. <laughs> Definitely, this is so. King Kong is normal. Jesus is is grown up to the same size, which makes mm-hmm. them not really kaiju's. The only the only problem is the the people who are caught in between them. But they're of equal size, sure. so either King Kong shrinks or Jesus stays the same size, or sure. they both grow. I mean, it's a fair fight now. Yeah, <laughs> truly, truly. Um, but uh, but I I do think Jesus has has karate chop action, and I do think that he time. has taken a seat in his sort of plane that has ice skates on the bottom what? his 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 ar- arctic oh. adventure uh what? Jesus plane <laughs> the icebreaker <laughs> with uh, the missiles desert. the missiles don't even like have a spring you have to flick them manually yeah they yeah, yeah. a little button of resistance that allows yeah. you to flick them but you're doing all desert desert recon jesus uh i i feel like 
boy, it's tough because I feel like Jesus is gonna, you know, he's got powers. And I think that like, I think that jacking him up to the size of King. What about this? If I may not a Jesus, not a King Kong size, Jesus, Jesus piloting a King Kong size, Jesus mech. Mm. Yeah, that feels very throwbacky. And then it's got, you know, Pacific Rim Jesus. Absolutely. Is it wooden? And then it's the flaming (laughs) sword, you know, it's wooden. It's it's gilded, though. Yeah. And he's got like flaming swords, ballistas, you know, all kinds of shit like that. Trebuchet. Yeah. Shoulder catapult. Most importantly, um, salvation. I mean, most importantly, that's the ultimate weapon to wield against evil. Good uh, God. What if, oh my God, what if Jesus hits King Kong with the salvation ray and converts King him? Kong knows no sin. That's locking <laughs> it in double for me. My vote is for Kong because Jesus' powers don't work on him because he's I not think, human. Okay, listen, I, I'm ready to make a decision as well. You can't gonna, make King Kong feel bad James. about going to Wooga at a hot blonde lady. <laughs> Kong is blameless, truly. Yeah, James, you're going to be the tiebreaker here because I'm going okay. Jesus. I think Jesus is basically, uh, you know, an X-Man, uh, something close to uh, a walking god. And uh, I think the one thing that King Kong had going for him was being able to, you know, smash Jesus and leave that big handprint, you know, just like mm-hmm. the type of the sheer size. Yeah. And I think if you grow Jesus to, if you give Jesus a mech, it's going to, you know, it'll be an incredible fight. It's going to, they're going to carve the Grand Canyon in this one. But at the and end of did. the day, I think, that's in the I Bible. think that's what happened. That's, page, <laughs> that's what page happened one. in the Bible. The earth is 4,000 years old. And if you think. Anything mysterious has an immediate meaning. If you think Jesus wins, the turn to page 268. That's the Bible I read. Um, I think Jesus takes it. I think this is Magneto versus the Hulk. And I think at the end of the huh. day, Magneto takes it. Huh. Jesus more God. more command of more things, maybe more cerebral. Yeah. Yeah. Uh uh the the humility. I see, and then Sam, you're saying that Kong uh takes it. Mm-hmm. Kong cares not for the law. Uh, he's he's that, a much natural he's a much natural fighter, and the, the way Jesus would the way Jesus wins fights is by making you feel guilty. And then you can't do that with Kong. And mm-hmm. You're not uh, yeah. wrong. Jordan, yeah. I'm so sorry, but I think I'm going with Sam because I do think that Christ would yeah. lay down his life for his enemy before he would ever take up arms again. <laughs> You're right. And I think classic I think Jesus. Christ, they, the, the whole movie, they're working hard on Christ's mech, and, and Jesus is like, you know, touching the minds of everyone around him and being like, You're working so hard on this mech. It's just like God wants it. I know I am God slash he's my father. I don't know yeah. how that works, but just <laughs> it all works. Sure. And just trust me. And uh, or we'll conquer your village if you don't. <laughs> and then, just remember, uh, we have a mech. Just remember, it's going to be a beautiful mech. And then he actually gets the mech. It's beautiful build up. We he, high noon. He meets Kong mm-hmm. uh, in the wreckage of uh, some sort of city, some sort of sure, know, city. sure. And uh, and then uh, Christ uh, uh, gets the mech and he he makes it kneel. And someone's like, yeah. why did the, why did the knees bend? I didn't. We this is a, <laughs> a weapon for war. And he has to put it in. I don't know. That's the miracle that Christ uh, ha- sure. performs is that he makes the makes the mech behave in this very symbolic, sure. uh, humble way. And, and ultimately, it, he, lay, he lays his neck down, even though Kong doesn't have a sword, but he still does yeah. the thing, like, he cut my head off. <laughs> and then Christ sort of crawls down the arm of it and takes Kong's hand and wild-ass <laughs> Kong, who doesn't give a shit about uh, human emotions or, uh, you know, uh, 
the state of the Middle East or anything like that. He just yeah. crushes, sure. just and whips him into yeah. the sun. Yeah. And then we're and then in a all fight. Along, and then and then all along, it was about the community that he built, and not about winning this oh, fight at all. The sacrifice that he gives for his family <laughs> uh, yeah. creates uh, a religion that is sort of a double edged sword. Truly, <laughs> and but and persists, and persists. two thousand years later, Methodists are writing little guitar songs about King Kong. I do like want they to should say, be. <laughs> yeah. King Kong came to town and Jesus came a running. Uh, that's like a Southern, that's like a Southern Baptist uh, hymn from like 1896. It, it would be more like, you beat Kong, you beat Kong. And that repeats 16 times. Oh, creator, beater of the big gorilla, you beat Kong. Yippee, Kong. That's what the that's what like the young that's what the young floppy hat denim but, uh, 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 service yeah. that's at it's at like yeah. three p.m. because they can't be bothered to get up at night. But <laughs> but as we proved here today, he he didn't beat Kong. He was defeated here on Fight Island. Ding ding ding. Kong takes it. What are you saying? Uh, Christ followers misinterpreted. <laughs> I think I think that's you're right. I think I think I think mind. Kong. I think Kong. I think Jesus sees you know sees an opportunity for a lesson and maybe even to turn Kong and does come down and, you know, places his hand on him. And, and it's a hilarious scene because Kong just throws him into the sun. Mm-hmm. Final image. Consider uh-huh. this King Kong mm-hmm. military graveyard. He's looking sure. at a grave. It starts mm-hmm. to rain. The, yeah. the tombstone says Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Kong raises a large <laughs> paw to his forehead. Sure. <laughs> That's one to your slides. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then, and then uh, further, we pan even more out to uh, a limousine, uh, and the driver says, "Are you ready, Mister C?" And we look in the back, and it's Jesus. He's not in that grave. <laughs> Jesus isn't in the grave. He done rose. And he goes. He goes. We're done here. And he puts shades on and drives away. Yeah. And he clinks glasses with Lyndon Baines Johnson. Who's <laughs> Another one. In so the book, weird. Old friend. Just LBJ. like the day, old friend. <laughs> <laughs> and then LBJ's penis is out. He's pulling a power move <laughs> all along. Um, man. Okay. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. You know, the people wanted to, the people were waiting for it. A hundred episodes, 300 fights. It all led to this King Kong takes it. The heavyweight King. Well, now I wish we'd done LBJ versus LRH. Oh, think <laughs> about that. Island, we'll have Wendon Baines Johnson man. up against L Ron Hubbard would just be <laughs> the fight of the century. Just big dick energy guys. That's a yes. different podcast. I feel like that happens on a yacht. And all, <laughs> yeah. all you see is just like you're, you're watching it from like 50 miles away on shore, drinking a Mai Tai. What is that? <laughs> yeah. These guys are fighting out there. James, thank you so much for coming back and doing the show again. Where where are you on the web these days? Where hey, Jordan and you? Sam. Thank you so much for having me. My name is James Austin Johnson, and you can find me at <laughs> Shrimp J-A-J on Twitter and Instagram or twitch.tv slash shrimp jadge. That's shrimp. J-A-J. Uh, thanks for having Absolutely. me, guys. This is a lot of fun. Thanks of course, for doing it. Thanks for coming on, pal. We're going to go. Hey, uh, 100 years of Fight Island. Yeah, right what an accomplishment. You know, I'm yeah. so glad. <laughs> it feels feels like 75, you know. Oh, oh, oh I'm groaning. Oh, I'm groaning in pain. I'm, I'm groaning in pain because I was in a hot tub. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I'm growing. I'm growing in pain from all of the brutal uh, moves and stunts. And, and I thought the water the was combo too high. breakers. <laughs> <laughs>
I took a hot. It wasn't even a hot tub. It was a hot bath. <laughs> it was just hot soup. It wasn't even that hot, but it it didn't really burn me. It surprised me. <laughs> it burned my tongue some. Uh, guys, thank you so much for your continued uh, patronization of the pod, for your continued listening to the pod, for rating us on iTunes, for telling your friends, and for uh, just, you know, having fun with people having fun. We appreciate you guys every day. Um, Thanks for listening to a podcast and- that never even broaches the idea of anything serious ever, and I really like it. It's a place to uh, hide away from all of that and instead watch imaginations fight <laughs> uh jo- jump on our discord join our patreon for some bonus yeah. episodes it's only four bucks a month uh Absolutely. and and yeah yeah talk to us on the discord and we'll do some stuff on twitch um and follow us on social media heck yeah big things are happening 100 eps 300 fights i'm gonna go ice these wounds my body is covered in punch marks bruises i guess they're called i'm gonna go try that soup again but i'm scared nice Great. Why don't you, uh, before you do that, thank our listeners and then count us down. Thanks, guys. And this is a ring announcer who counts. One, (laughs) two, three. All right, break that up. That's just about enough. (laughs) A fight island. Have you heard about the 2018 study that showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? No? Well, now you have. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, the company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. I remember staring at my prenatal vitamins and finding all these things I was trying to avoid. High amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and unnecessary ingredients. So... At four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual because I believe that all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. I'm so proud of our prenatal vitamin. The ingredients are 100% traceable. It's third-party tested for microbes and heavy metals and recently received the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. You see, we trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. But don't just take my word for it. Trace for yourself with 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast.